1: Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. Really glad to have back this guy. He's a great journalist. His name is Mike Davis, founder and president of the Article 3 Project. Mike, good to see you again. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Joe.
1: Hey, listen, so you and I talked about this, and when I get into an argument with somebody on Twitter or some other social media site, I literally take the Rumble link from my interview with Mike Davis and I give it to them and very simply say, get back to me with questions. Because it was that succinct. It was to the point, clearly and obviously. Just the act of taking the boxes from the White House while he was still the president on the 18th and bringing this stuff to Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump I'm talking about here, that act in and of itself, explained by you and I believe you, declassified it all. Otherwise, he could the people would not have packed it up. Donald Trump and his, and his sons didn't pack it up at 2 a.m. This was done by staff. I mean, that's really the bottom line, isn't it? This stuff cannot have been classified that he had. Uh,
0: uh, well, actually... The president has the absolute uh, constitutional power as commander in chief to declassify anything he wants for any reason he wants in any manner he wants. And he doesn't have to get anyone's permission to do it, whether it's a librarian at the National Archives or any other bureaucrat who works for him. And that is confirmed by a 1988 Supreme Court case, Department of the Navy versus Egan. All the classification statutes, whether it's the Espionage Act or Classified Information Protection Act or any other statute, does not apply to the President of the United States. Number two, the Presidential Records Act uh, actually contemplates that presidents take and maintain their records, all of their presidential records, classified or non-classified. It is the president's sole determination whether a record is a presidential record that belongs to the government and gets sent back almost certainly to the former president's library or a personal record that belongs to him. And so... There is actually a 2012 uh, Obama judge case where Bill Clinton had eight years of highly classified audio recordings of his presidency and his software, including conversations with foreign leaders. Those would be the most classified materials you can imagine. And the 2012 decision by the Obama judge correctly held under the Presidential Records Act, it is the president's sole to determination whether these are personal or presidential records and it does not matter whether they're classified records or not congress gives former presidents uh federal staff with security clearances they get office space secure office space or skiffs and they get secret service protection this is not like hillary clinton's home server uh, when she was secretary of state that got hacked by our enemies our most classified material she was not the president she never will be the president and her her server was hacked. There is no allegation that any of Trump's records, whether classified or declassified, got into the wrong hands.
1: Well, then, Mike, tell, and that was beautiful. But tell me exactly why this is, then, in your opinion, Mike Pompeo finds a camera and a microphone today, and he says the way the president, the former president, was treated was horrible. They shouldn't have done that, but nobody should have classified information. But what, what game are they playing, Mike? Why would he say that?
0: Well, maybe Mike Pompeo wants to run for president. That could be. A motivating factor for him, but he has a willful ignorance of the law if he thinks that the president, under the Commander in Chief Clause of the Constitution and under the Presidential Records Act, does not have the absolute power to take and maintain his presidential records, whether they are classified records or not classified records. Remember, under the Presidential Records Act, and this is very important, all records created by the president. And his staff or all records received by the president and his staff are presidential records. And that includes records from government agencies, including uh, classified records from government agencies. Those are subject to the Presidential Records Act. Remember, the president is almost certainly not getting the only copy or the original copy of these classified records from the CIA or the DNI. These are copies. They have the original at the CIA or the DNI.
1: It's uh, Mike Davis. Go and follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow. He has thread after thread after thread of incredible information that's above reproach. Uh, article3project.org is his website. Article3project.org. the number Go there right now. So I want you to, if you don't mind, uh, Mike, I, I want you to explain once again... Because the left wants us to believe that he had classified information in Melania's panty drawer, which, of course, wasn't the case. This is in a secured area that he and the, and the, and the DOJ agreed he'd put an extra lock on. He did that. Secret Service protected it at all times. They had a camera, I believe. There's some sort of surveillance on it. This stuff was never leaked. We never knew anything of what he did or didn't have until the DOJ got it. Then suddenly we're getting it leaked out. So, again, if you don't mind, set the scene of where this stuff was stored at Mar a Lago. This wasn't in the garage under some tools.
0: No, this is the office of former presidents. The office of former president that President Trump used when he was the president of the United States. This is a very secure facility. It has Secret Service protection. They have monitoring devices. They have Secret Service protecting the, the papers. They have secure facilities. Again, they raided Melania's underwear drawer, they raided 16 year old Barron's bedroom. It's disgusting. Even if he had records there, they're protected by the Secret Service. They're, the only time we ever heard about the contents of these records that Trump had for 18 months is when the Biden Justice Department raided them. Yes. And he, they started leaking them, and President Trump had the absolute right to have these records, and they were safe, they were secure.
1: I had Judge Ted Poe on recently, and again, it's Mike Davis. Follow him on Twitter. Mike, is the name uh, Mr. DDMIA? Is that what it is? Or on Twitter?
0: So, yeah, that, my personal is MRDDMIA, which is my initials in Des Moines, okay. Iowa, Great. where I'm from.
1: And go and follow, because again, and Jesse Jane Duff turned me on to your stuff, and I was like, holy crap, this guy's really on it. So I really appreciate the information I get from you. I think my viewers and my listeners would also appreciate it. When we looked at the warrant, I had Judge Ted Poe on, a former U.S. representative from Houston. And we're very good friends. He said, Joe, I would have turned that warrant away immediately. The warrant was so broad. They want every piece of scrap of anything between the day he was inaugurated to the day he left office. That's way too broad. And they were way too broad on where they could search at Mar-a-Lago. Why do you think Bruce Reinhart signs this? And there is really no, there's no coincidence here that they shopped and found him somebody who admits he doesn't like Trump.
0: So Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt is clearly biased under 28 U.S.C. 455A and Canon 2 and Canon 2A of the judicial candidates. He never should have uh, been involved with this warrant. Uh, he just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit against Hillary Clinton on the Russian collusion hoax right. on June 22nd, based upon a 2017 Facebook post by Judge Reinhardt where he bashed Trump. Personally, there's yes. no reason he should have been on this. Somehow this bias magically went away when Merrick Garland deliberated he leaked for weeks and they judge shot for this bite bias, this biased judge and they went down there. This biased judge issued an illegal general warrant, an unlawful home raid in violation of the Fourth Amendment to get all these documents to which the government was not entitled. And if you think about this, if you go into a home and take eleven thousand documents it's pretty clear your warrant was unconstitutional. That right. is a general warrant which is unconstitutional
1: it is and, and uh, what 's interesting about this Bruce Reinhardt is the guy who shouldn 't have been anywhere near it, as you said he he recused he admitted. Um, that he had a a gross bias here. So he doesn't recuse himself on this. He signs the warrant. The left is fine with that. So Judge Eileen Cannon um, gets to decide whether there's going to be a special master, and she's a Trump appointee, so she's a piece of garbage. She's MAGA. She's no good. She's a Nazi. Why why do they think we're going to buy that? Bruce, if if you're okay with Reinhardt, you have to be okay with Cannon. And by the way, Cannon didn't decide anything. All she said was yes this person now, a third party who's not connected, can look at what it is that you guys went and got. I mean Reinhart literally signed the warrant.
0: Yeah, so remember that Judge Eileen
1: Cannon got the support of more than
0: thirty percent of the Democrats in the Senate who right. showed up to vote that day. She has bipartisan support. That is a lot of support for for a Trump judicial nominee. She is clearly qualified. She was an assistant U.S. attorney, a federal prosecutor. For a long time, she clerked for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit. She was a a litigator at a top law firm. There is no reason that the left should be attacking her other than it's her job to follow the law here. And Judge Reinhart clearly did not follow the law. The appointment of this special master was a very gentle way for Judge Cannon to get this clearly biased Judge Magistrate Judge Reinhart, the hell off of this case where he belongs.
1: And what, what specifically will the special, uh, the special master do? Just look at everything that was taken and whether it was constitutional to do so or not.
0: The special no, the special master has a very limited, a narrow focused, limited job. Their job is to look, His job is to look at these eleven thousand documents that were raided by Biden from his political enemy Trump and make put them in four buckets. The first bucket are these personal records that are not privileged. Are these pers- The second bucket, are these personal records that are privileged? Attorney-client privilege, spousal communications, doctors, uh, tax records. Right. That would be the second bucket. The third bucket, are these presidential records that are not privileged? Are these presidential records that are privileged, like executive privilege? That's what his job is, to put them in those four buckets. And Judge Cannon's job is to decide any disputes among the parties about that. That's all. That's it. Notice how I didn't say classified or non-classified. That is irrelevant. To this inquiry. That is a red herring argument because the Biden Justice Department is desperate to get back these crossfire hurricane records that Trump declassified, right. clearly declassified on January 19, 2021, with a declassification memo. And the Biden Justice Department dragged their feet and never released these documents. These documents are very damaging to Obama, Biden, Hillary, the FBI, the intel community because they show that they colluded to make up Russian collusion allegations to hurt President Trump's presidential campaign in 2016 and continue to hurt him politically when he became president. That's what this is all about.
1: Everything else... Is noise. And that's not speculation. That's truth. We know that, that that Russia collusion was fake. It was made up. They all knew that they made it up. They lied to the FISA court, circular um, speaking by, by adding reports in their friends Yahoo News. Hey, look, there's a report in Yahoo News. We don't know who the source was. They were the source. They, they kept on doing this. They lied. Somebody should be in jail. I talked to Ron Johnson yesterday, senator from Wisconsin. Should he win again and should the Senate get uh, uh, go back to the Republicans, he's going to call in everybody Comey, McCabe, you know, Struck. Uh, right down the line, Brennan, Clapper, all these idiots that we know were colluded in here. I, I wish they would call on Obama uh, to find out how high it goes. We know Biden was in the room when a lot of this was decided as well. It's Mike Davis. Go and follow him right now on Twitter. It's a great follow because he uh, definitely outlines everything you need to know about these very important cases in our country. Go to Article3Project.org. He's the founder and president of Article 3. Again, Article3Project.org, and it's the number three. I've got to ask you about about the response from Trump and his team um uh, from what the notes that I have you say that he eviscerated uh, the argument of the DOJ. Fill me in. What did, what did they say in the re, in the response?
0: Well, the the response it's the reply brief that was filed today by President Trump and his legal team. Chris Kais is the former Solicitor General of Florida. He's doing a fantastic job of making these legal arguments. Jim Trusty is a former federal cr- a prosecutor for a long time. He's very good at the day-to-day combat combat with the Justice Department. What they outlined in this reply brief, they eviscerated Biden's argument. He, they made it very clear that in order to over in order for the Eleventh Circuit to overturn Judge Cannon's ruling at this point on the stay of the uh, of the criminal proceedings, it has to be like the most the highest abuse of discretion you can imagine. Right. And they and the eleventh circuit does not have the authority right now at this point in the proceedings to question Judge Cannon's appointment of a special master. So they're making a frivolous legal argument to the 11th Circuit. The 11th Circuit needs to deny this motion for a partial stay immediately. It's frivolous. There is absolutely no legal or factual basis for the 11th Circuit to grant this stay right now.
1: He's Mike Davis, founder and president of Article 3 Project, Uh, article3project.org. I've got to ask you, how does this shake out? Uh, we, we know that, without a doubt, this is, this is a political opponent that was attacked. We know without a doubt that Obama has 30 million-plus documents. And by the way, I wonder if you'll give me your opinion on this. The National Archives says, no, nah, that's fine. We're, we're managing those 30 million. Not a problem. But this 11,000 at Mar-a-Lago was evil, and he's Hitler. So, I mean, those are the same thing, aren't they? Obama has what he wanted to take. Trump has what he wanted to take. How are they different other than Obama has 300 times more?
0: That's a, that's a very good question, though. I mean, it, it's obvious what they're trying to do here is get Trump because he has yeah. damaging records on Russian collusion hoax, uh, on Crossfire Hurricane. That's why you see the you know the the former so-called career senior Justice Department officials and uh, FBI officials like Andrew Weissman and all the other deep state state snakes out there uh, going hysterical, attacking Judge Cannon. What did they have to hide? Why are they so concerned that there is a brief pause here after they waited 18 months to go get these records right. and they eviscerated these claims of executive privilege going back 250 years to George Washington? Why are they so concerned that a judge is going to take a moment to sort through these 11,000 records? and get their arms around them. What, what, what are they so
1: worried about? <laughs> it's rhetorical. You know what they're worried about. It's uh, Mike sure. Davis. We appreciate Mike coming on. Quickly on, on Sheriff Salazar, right down the road here in Bear County, Texas, where uh, San Antonio is. Um, he's politically re- grandstanding, obviously, trying to help out his friend Beto, who is fourth-generation Irish-American, pretending that he's Mexican, running against Greg Abbott, who is up by nine or ten points. I mean, is this, in your opinion, Mike, is this anything more um, uh, than Salazar just trying to help out O'Rourke, trying to do this for political gain?
0: Well, your Democrat, your Democrat sheriff in San Diego is... San Antonio. A, San, I'm sorry, yeah. San Antonio. He is such a clown. He admitted at his news conference he doesn't know what law that Governor DeSantis should <laughs> have violated because... He's, but he's still going to investigate it anyway because essentially his feelings got hurt. This
1: right, guy, I, I think he said it was in bad taste or something stupid. So what, if you think it's in bad taste? He's going to waste some of my tax money, really, to investigate DeSantis when he knows there's nothing there? I mean, what what needs to
0: happen? I don't know what the laws are in Texas. Maybe I'll check in with uh, uh, the A.G. Paxton's office. The governor, or if he has this power, the government just needs to remove this clown from office. He is clearly abusing his power if he's opening up Criminal investigations when there's no predicate crime, meaning there's no potential crime that could have been violated. That is a clear abuse of his power. They need to get rid of him.
1: Uh, I, I'm, I'm sad to be the, the, the reporter of bad news. I just talked to Ken Paxton. He can't do anything. Abbott can't do anything. You know who can do something? Only the county DA. The county DA is a Soros guy who, was, uh, who won because a million dollars of Soros' money came in and got him an elected name, uh, named Joe Gonzalez. So he's not going to do anything. They're barely even enforcing the law in San Antonio right now. So unfortunately, well, not a whole lot can happen.
0: Actually, Joe, there is maybe the legislature can just strip him of all of his. yes, problems. they I, can do
1: something, yes, so
0: so maybe they should do that I'm, we should we need to stop playing with kid gloves with these left wing radicals Agreed. when they have power the These are the most subversive people on the planet when these leftists, these Marxists take over law enforcement. Jobs, intel jobs, FBI jobs, they're so subversive. They're a danger to democracy. They always say that Trump supporters are a danger to democracy. We need to hunt them down and throw them out of office.
1: Yeah, that's just projection when they say it. I wanted to get into this ridiculous, disgusting teacher in Canada. I'm frankly out of time, Mike. You got to come back soon. I want you on often. I love the information that you provide for us, and I love you just really spelling it out as simply as you do. Article3project.org is his website. Go follow him, Mike Davis, on uh, Twitter. Mike, thanks a million. Appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show.
0: Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all.
1: All right, great to have you. The Joe Pags Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Make sure that you go check out the website, joepags.com. We've added a link to, tr- to Truth. If you're on Truth Social, just go to joepags.com, click on the T for Truth on the right hand side where all the social media stuff is, and go follow me there. We're quickly growing an audience there. Almost 200,000 over on uh, on Getter, so click the Getter link as well. Let's do some Dirty pop I mm-hmm. All right, Polo, make it happen. What's going on?
0: Have you seen these videos with uh, Eli Manning dressed up as the guy named Chad Powers?
1: No. Me in.
0: So he he's wearing like uh, this wig and, and like a, a fake nose. And he was wow. trying to like walk on to Penn State as like this older guy trying to play quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. And, and I guess to the point where, I mean, there's like production... Companies that are
1: wanting to make like a TV like show out of it. Stop it. Really? Yeah. It's What's the money. guy's name? Chad Powers. I'll look it up. All right, brother. I appreciate that. That's polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie and Joe. We'll see you later. Bye.
0: This is the Joe Peg Show.